When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn, 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com. With the Longhorns play and Austin talks sports. You think we've gotten too radical with our message? Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, now you know. Go to go right Put it together for a buck off Thursday on BNA. It's brought to you by our great friends at the Austin Gam- Gamblers, Austin's pro bull riding team. They uh, are cranking it up for another big year. And uh, at the end, of, the end of this month will be the start of the PBR season. As uh, we found out from our friend J.J. Gotts last week when he was in-house, they opened their season in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Cheyenne, Wyoming, the neutral site. Very nice. Um, what is that? Frontier Days there in Cheyenne coming up the end of this month. And then, of course, they begin the, the matches through the different arenas, including the Moody Center coming up end of August, August 25th through the 27th. And the best buck off of this morning and every Thursday morning will win tickets to attend that event, Gambler Days, for three nights of incredible bull riding action out at Moody Center at the end of the next month. So uh, bring those buck-ons, bring those buck-offs. Who deserves it? Who has earned it? You decide every single morning, uh, every single Thursday morning here on b and Absolutely. And I am so, I'm at the buck-on to Tom McKay and AB consultations because I'll be watching the U.S. Women's Open at Pebble Beach for the first time ever at Pebble Beach. And I, I'd, I'd love to see what Pebble Beach looks like in July. For your high def oh, television oh my experience, goodness. that is still I have to do that before I go to the to. I'm never going to be able to probably. I'm I'm not going to say never because never say never, but never play at Augusta. I may be able to go to Augusta. I'm probably never going to be on that course, but I can get to Pebble Beachy. That's a public course, right? If you can, can pay it, you can do it. Can, that's right. See, I'd like to do that. That's got to be one of my. That should be a goal of yours. It is. It is. To play at Pebble Beach, yes. I'd like to do that. And so I'll be checking out the ladies playing at Pebble Beach well, starting lo- today, as a matter of fact. I'll get you details on that. There's some local flavor. Nice. Uh, playing in the U.S. Women's Open out at Pebble Beach. Uh, we'll, we'll get you details on that coming up and say buck on to them. Also, uh, for the end of this hour, you know it's Salacious Gossip and your Blitz. Also, Jerry Hamilton coming up to talk Sweet. all things Longhorns on the recruiting front, both football and basketball. With that in mind, let's get to the headlines of your Thursday morning. Top Gun Equipment Rentals bring you the news in the top of the hour at the 8 o'clock spot every single morning. You start with Texas football, and yet yesterday, Big 12 Conference announced its 2023 preseason All-Big 12 team and individual awards. It comes out ahead of next week's Big 12 Media Days. Texas linebacker Jalen Ford named the conference's 
preseason defensive player of the year, picked by the media representatives who cover the league. He was joined on the first team All Big 12 squad as well by four teammates. A senior from Frisco for the Longhorns led the Longhorns with 119 tackles a year ago, had two sacks, forced three fumbles, recovered a couple of them, and had four interceptions. He is joined on that All Conference team by wide receiver Xavier Worthy, who was a unanimous selection. Tight end Jatavion Sanders is the first team at tight end. Uh, Kel- tackle is Kelvin Banks and defensive lineman Byron Murphy. The five Longhorns selected, that's the most from any one school on the team. Kansas uh, quarterback Jalen Daniels is the pick for the conference's Offensive Player of the Year, while K-State running back Treshawn Ward tabbed as the top newcomer for 2023. Big 12 media days are set for next Wednesday and Thursday in Arlington. College basketball, Texas head coach Rodney Terry and his staff hosted a player they hope could be the final piece to their roster and rebuilt roster for the upcoming season. Central Florida graduate transfer Ethel Horton was on campus for an official visit. He's a 6'5 off-ball guard, athletic experience. He scored over 1,150 career points in two seasons at Pittsburgh and then at UCF last year. would be a strong complement to the Texas backcourt as it currently has. It includes point guard Tyrese Hunter, sharpshooting Oral Roberts transfer Max Acemus, the UT Arlington transfer Kendall Weaver, and true freshman Chris Johnson in that backcourt right now. Um, keep your eye on the name of Theo Horton. Longhorns trying to land him as well. Uh, in the NBA, trade finalized between the Mavericks, Suns, Spurs, and Celtics that will land Grant Williams, the young forward in Dallas. Williams will join the Mavericks on a four-year, $54 million deal via sign and trade. Spurs will receive Reggie Bullock in an unprotected Dallas pick swap in 2030. Celtics will receive multiple second-round picks in the deal for the 24-year-old. Also NBA, free agent center Mo Bamba, the former Longhorn, has signed a one-year deal with the Philadelphia 76ers. In baseball, Houston Astros have gained another game on the first-place Rangers in the AL West as Houston played their fifth straight day game yesterday. They've played in the afternoon every day since Saturday. They won yesterday, beat Colorado 6-4. Yiner Diaz, a couple of home runs. Jeremy Pena hit a two-run shot. Astros get the victory there. Rangers, meanwhile, fell to Boston last night at Fenway Park 4-2. So their lead over the Strohs down to two in the AL West. Round Rock was a 2-0 loser at Sugarland. Horn Headlines brought to you by Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment. It's hot outside, and so's our deal this month for a free Hustler generator with purchase of select Hustler Zero Turn mowers at Top Gun. Topgun.net. We'll shoot you straight. Says uh, played Pebble Beach a few years ago. Cart green fee was around two hundred and twenty bucks. Fair price for those views. Absolutely. Says the Top Gun school not far away. Fighter jets kept flying overhead. Yeah. No. I mean, issue because you can you know get on the course and they've got uh, you know several courses there. Uh, but at the same time, it's expensive to go there, stay. Go to stay because you're generally <laughs> going to stay right there, right? Yeah, yeah. You got to get to there. You got to get out there. Yeah, that's worth it. That's a vacation. That's oh, that's a that's a bucket list. Yeah, if, I, was if I'm one. not if I'm not spending on Quinn Ewers' visit, you know, what I mean, teach his own. Like the dad, like the dad said, my son's going. Teach his own. You know what I'm saying? Uh, hey, listen, Jerry Jones is cashing in on a fifty million dollar Netflix documentary to tell the story of his team, and he should, rightfully so. I think he's going to have a lot to say. There's going to be a lot in that. Well, and it's for drama, right? And he's a character. Oh, he definitely is. But it is, it's not lost that this is going to present. Like, as we said, Jack Farrell, our producer this morning, Ty, who normally would be here, they've never seen the Cowboys compete for a Super Bowl. They've never gotten close since they've been alive. And what the new documentary on Netflix is going to tell the story of is the, the three, the dynastic run of the early 90s, Jerry Jones buying the team, the growth, the triplets, Troy Aikman, because the Netflix release said there are extensive interviews behind the scenes with the triplets and Jerry Jones. And it's just a reminder. And, and it's introducing how good that Top Boys team was to a whole generation that haven't seen that. 
since the the divorce of Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnson back in the early 2000s. All right, let's go to the Vaqueros hotline, talk some college and football and basketball as we like to do with our friend Jerry Hamilton from Inside Texas and On 3 Sports. Hello, Jerry. How's it going, guys? Going great, Jerry. Yourself? How's your summer, my friend? I'm uh, busy. How about busy? How about uh, I would say busy covering uh, Texas football recruiting and maybe basketball. So uh, yeah, it's been a busy summer. Hey, let's start there with the hoops because I know that's a passion of yours. We'll get to the football, uh, but um, you know, Central Florida graduate transfer guard Ethel Horton was on campus yesterday. This seems like a big one. We've talked about the dynamic backcourt with Tyrese Hunter and Max Aismas, but kind of an undersized. You know, they're smallish guards. Uh, this would be you know, kind of the final piece to what could be a pretty dynamic backcourt. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Uh, you know, Horton is a guy who will be 23 years old, I believe, uh, this season, his final season in college basketball. He's played 102 games. He played 35 games at Pittsburgh over two years, then uh, 34 games at UCF uh, last year, who lost in the second round of the MIT to Oregon. Uh, but, yeah, he's a six four and a half guy that shoots it really well off the catch. He doesn't have to play with ball in hand. And I think that's kind of what would make him a good fit on this team is – is Tyrese Hunter, Max Aismas have ball in hand a lot? Chris Johnson, when he comes off the bench, the the, uh, the six four and a half freshman combo guard that uh, got out of his Kansas letter, uh, he's also he's also a ball in hand player. He can play off the ball, but he's really strong ball in hand as well. He sees the game like a point guard. So you have um, Kendall Weaver who plays well without the ball on the wing. Uh, he's a six three guard, but Horton would be more of that and a guy with a lot of experience. And if Texas wanted to go three guards, if they get Horton, that would be three really experienced and talented guards. And uh, Texas would be a, a tremendous three-point shooting team and free-throw shooting team if they were able, able to land Horton to go with what they already have. And he'd be a big defender, Jerry, also, wouldn't he? I mean, he's he's got that kind of body. Yeah, I mean, six four and a half, and he's played at a high level. Right. I mean, he's you know, I mean, ACC and bas- ACC basketball and the AAC is a competitive league with Houston, Memphis, and all those schools. So, yeah, he's a 23-year-old body that has strength. He's got some jumping ability, some explosiveness and strength in, in, in his hips and lower body as well. Uh, so, yeah, he could, he could definitely help in that regard. Um, you know, and I think Kendall Weaver is going to be a, a really good defensive player for Texas, kind of in that Jabari Rice role off the bench because he's a 6'3 kid, but he's got a lot of explosive ability athletically. Okay, so it sounds like a well-rounded backcourt. If they could add, you know, Horton, and that's still yet to be seen. There's others recruiting him, but felt like he had a good visit yesterday. Also, the front line is uh, pretty dynamic, too, with Caden Shedrick, the Virginia big man who's transferred in, Dylan Deshue and Dylan Mitchell returning. Uh, Brock Cunningham is there on the on the front, and uh, so you feel pretty good about uh, where that front line is, too, on top of the backcourt. Uh, for Rodney Terry in his first year, full year as head coach at Texas. Hey, Jerry, to football. Uh, I, I do. Yeah, go, go, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. Take, no, go ahead. Make a comment on whatever I said. That was good. Uh, your your thoughts. No, no. no I was, I, I was going to say I think that defensively on the interior, Texas is going to be an improved team as far as strengthening the paint on defense and providing rim protection with uh, Shedrick and Yemma, uh, Zarek and Yemma from UTEP, and Kane Shedrick from Virginia, and the return of DeSu. And Dylan Mitchell. I mean, that that's a that's a pretty good quartet of guys uh, as far as rim protection 
combination of athleticism and more size than they've had the last couple of years. So if they can get Horton, if they can beat out Kansas for Horton, who that's where he's scheduled to visit next, if they can beat out Kansas for Horton, that's a uh, roster that will be ranked among the top 15 preseason in the country. Interesting. All right, to football now. And uh, we're now getting a good groove here of how Sark and this staff are going to recruit. They're, they're going to kind of be very patient and deliberate. Then they get these big June uh, recruiting weekends where they roll out the carpet and, and get some good quality time with the p- prospects they really want to go after. And then we start to see the recruits come in and, you know, late June into July. We saw it last year with Arch Manning and then everything that followed that. And we're seeing it this year, uh, Jerry, with you know, only only a couple of commitments ahead of these these big weekends, but now 12 commitments for the Longhorns. What did you make of the, the week they just had through the 4th of July with five commitments over a six-day period? Yeah, I, th- I thought they've had a, 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 the run we expected, and there's a lot of big fish left. I think July will continue to be a, a positive month for Texas headed into the season. Um, you know, they're sitting at 12 commitments right now. You know, look, short choice two for two on running backs. Derek Gibson and Christian Clark, two of the better running backs in the country, both four-star backs. Those guys both committed in June. Uh, Jordan Johnson-Bell, I'm a big fan of. The safety that committed July 1st. He's out of Fort Worth Brewer High School. He's now at IMG Academy. And, guys, he's kind of he kind of on that line like Jalen Catalan was coming out of high school. He's a guy who, okay, there's taller guys. There's faster guys. There's guys with better frames. But I'm not sure how many of those guys are actually better pure safeties, right? I mean, Jalen Catalan was ranked around 250 in the country in his class. Um, probably the 35th, the 40th best safety without looking back at it. There weren't that many safeties better than him when he was healthy at Arkansas. Um, I think Jordan Johnson Rebell is going to fall right in line with that. He's got great leadership ability. Um, you know, the IMG head coach Billy Miller said it best about Jordan Johnson Rebell. A lot of highly ranked four-star, five-star type of safety kids. They don't want to come down in high school and fit in the run game. They want to save that for college. Jordan Johnson Rebell comes right down and he plays as well in the run game as he does on the back end. I think he's been able to call defense. I think he's going to be a complete player at safety position. I think that was a huge win. I love – you guys know I love Daniel Cruz, the center committed uh, late in June. I think he's one of the top centers in the country. Um, I think he's underrated nationally. Uh, so I think that was a huge win for Texas. I think he's a big-time guy. And look, if people just look at the rankings of Daniel Cruz, more look past that. Look at who wanted him. Bill Biedenbaugh fought till the end. Ohio State fought until the end. Texas A&M fought until the end on him. That's uh, and then and then Kyle Flood. That's pretty good offensive line coaches there in in a history of producing offensive linemen. So I thought that was a huge win. Uh, but yeah, I think Texas is uh, Alex January. I think was a big commitment for Texas. The defensive lineman out of Duncanville, obviously, father played Mike January played linebacker at Texas. But Texas needs the big bodies up front on defense, and they're going to sign four or five defensive linemen. And Alex January jumping in first, kind of it's the first domino to fall there. I expect more dominoes to fall in July at that position. Um, and then one other guy I'm really high on, Jordan Washington, the tight end now Langham Creek. He's a guy that will rise in the rankings his senior year. He's more basketball-focused. First year playing tight end last year, he was 6'4", maybe about 210 during the season, 205. He's now 225 pounds. He's found the weight room as he really focuses in on a football career now, but he's got really good explosiveness, really good ball skills, and he's more than a willing walker. He's a physical football player that's learning the position. I think Texas is doing a great job with a big month ahead. Uh, he is Jerry Hamilton inside Texas, a rundown. Longhorns at 12 commitments. Also, we talked about this earlier. I saw this at Inside Texas that uh, 
another hire for Steve Sarkeesian, uh, one of these defensive assistants that you can hire. But Jacques Smith, uh, who played at Missouri, played in the NFL, but is currently had been running a, a, a you know founded in coaching trench warfare in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, teaching the art of uh, pass rush and defensive end and uh, getting after it in the trenches. Uh, it was a company there, and now he's joining Steve Sarkeesian's staff. I have to assume this is obviously for development, but also for relationship building in Dallas and in the Metroplex for some of the top players there, including, got to mention the name Colin Simmons, the, the kid from Duncanville. Uh, this, this can't hurt when you're, when you're bringing in guys that those guys already work with and know. Yeah, I, I mean, he de- Colin Simmons does work with Jacob Smith, so... Um, that that is a uh, big hire for Steve Sarkeesian. Um, you know, there's two guys up in the Dallas area that really do a great job training uh, defensive linemen. Nathan O'Neill's the other one who's on the NFL and college sign up at the uh, uh, facility by the Star in Frisco. Uh, yeah, Jico Smith uh, obviously has a connection with Colin Simmons, uh, and he's a guy who is a uh, teaches pass rush pretty well. Uh, so I think that is a key hire. Uh, for Texas, especially with the connection to Colin Simmons and some of the other younger kids along I-20 in Dallas. Well, you said it's been fruitful so far with 12 commitments. Uh, Colin Simmons, uh, do we expect him to commit before the season, or do you think he's a, a December guy? And how, how else do you, how, What else do you expect to see here for the next few weeks before really you know, teams yeah. go, go back to fall camp? Yeah, Colin is originally said December after Duncanville wins a second state title. I, I just I don't see it going that long. I could see him committing before his senior season. When, we'll see on that as it plays out. But, look, Colin, Colin's as media savvy as they come. He is very much uh, doing all the smart things with the recruiting process. He's currently scheduled to be at Texas A&M the last weekend in July. Uh, we'll see if that visit happens or where he shows up in the last week in July. Uh, a couple of dates coming up. Aaron Hampton, uh, wide receiver slash athlete out of Dangerfield. He makes his announcement tomorrow on Friday around 5 p.m. That's Alabama or Texas. Um, you have Malik Blockton, defensive lineman on Pike Road in Alabama. He announces July 8th at 3 p.m. That's Texas or Auburn. A uh, kid that had a great official visit was about 6'3", 275, with an 80-inch wingspan on his visit. Then you have Melvin Hills, defensive lineman on a Lafayette Christian Academy in Louisiana. He announces July 12th. That's Texas, Ole Miss. LSU may be trying to creep into the picture, but I think it's Texas or Ole Miss there. Um, so those are some of the – scheduled commitments now there will be some guys move timelines up according gibson could commit it you know in the next week or so out of lancaster to four-star db that would be texas or clemson then you have some other guys kobe black the colin simmons of the world ryan wingo the receiver out of missouri we'll see brandon baker out of modern day the uh, five-star off of the tackle we'll see where their timelines actually go could be july could be August right before the season, or it could carry on in the fall early into the season. I don't think these guys are going to December. Yeah, you know, Jerry, I, I, I do, I do like the the recruiting in the summertime right now when when there's nobody on campus, when mom and dad can come in and you can give all that attention yeah, right. to to these individuals, you know, that are thinking about coming. I, I know you don't have the full, you know, full, you know pledge of students on campus where it looks like it's helped to skelter all over your campus and this is the way campus life is but boy you can walk around you can talk to them you can give them that individualized stuff that you can't give them on game week i mean you you bring them there on a a weekend of you know everybody used to love that that deal you big got you got a big weekend a big recruiting weekend you got a big game coming up and they're there for that game it's it just seems like there it's it's not quite as helter skelter but it isn't it just isn't i mean that because what you're doing, you're not only recruiting the kids, you're recruiting mom and dad, too, and whoever else comes along with them. 
Yeah, I totally agree with that. And look, in these summer visits are, you know, it's easier for, one of the things you point out, it's easier for more family members yep. to come on these visits. Kids are out of school, right? It's a, but I think the big thing with Texas is, and I think Steve Sarkeesian and staff, they knock these June visits out of the park. And I think they prefer it, but part of the reason you said it, it's more one-on-one time with prospects and parents. You know, if there's a certain kid that absolutely says, my recruitment, I want to go visit three game days, that's going to be my fall recruitment, sure. then I'm going to make a decision. Of course, you have to kind of cater to that in recruiting. But ideally, Texas would rather have these kids on campus in June, um, see really see where they're at. Because the reality is 75 to 80%, maybe 85% of these kids nowadays, they're committed before their senior season. So I like the way Texas strategically has worked June in this class, especially. Uh, they let a lot of kids get those early June visits out of the way, and they held their officials for June 16th through 18th and 23rd through 25th. So they either get the second to last word or last word on a lot of these kids so they know kind of where things stand headed in those visits. It also tells you Texas is in a pretty good spot with a lot of kids. Right. They get the visit date they want. I think that's something people don't talk about, but it's important. Jerry Hamilton, always great stuff, uh, basketball and football here in the month of July, and we'll keep an eye on that Longhorn basketball situation with uh, uh, what they think could be the final piece uh, to this roster. We'll keep you posted as that develops. Jerry, thanks so much. Uh, Inside Texas and on three sports, always doing good stuff. Uh, appreciate the insight with us here on the show, and uh, always always great. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you, guys. All right. All right, there you go. There's the rundown. His thoughts. Alex January, legacy, big body, Duncanville. You want to build that pipeline into South Dallas. Also likes the safety that's going to the IMG Academy. And obviously likes the, the basketball player. The Longhorns are looking to commit. Oh, yeah. Kind of feels like that Jabari Rice commitment of late. Remember, and it was in July last year when Jabari Rice committed. And you're like, okay, another piece. And he turned out to be their most consistent player as the year went on, I thought. And uh, now playing for the Spurs. This kid, 23 years old. Maturity, size, athleticism, can shoot. and can flat shoot. And I love the way Jerry said that he doesn't need the ball in his hands. He, he's a catch-and-shoot player who will space the floor uh, for a guy like Max Asmus and Tyrese Hunter to knock down shots. So you've got, you needed that piece. That's one that you have to have. Uh, kind of like you know, you know, Kendall Weaver is an athletic, developable, developable guard. Uh, you know, the freshman is a guy that can be here for a few years. Uh, but you know, going forward this year, Max Asmus, Tyrese Hunter, and the, the kid from Central Florida, if he were to commit, They'd be here for one year, and then they'd be out of here. But uh, could be a fun one year if they can get uh, get him in the fold. All right, we'll come back, pick up some of these uh, conversations. Also, more buck-ons and buck-offs uh, with you before the end of the hour. Be ready. Load it up. It is blitz time before 9 o'clock, and uh, also a little gossip in there, too. It's a buck-off Thursday. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. B&E. Buck-ons and buck-offs on a Thursday. That's brought to you by our friends at the Austin Gamblers. Deliver those. Specs text line 512-337-3776. Happy Jack Farrell is here as well producing the show. And we want to give a buck-on to uh, Salma Hayek, who wanted to remind us all that yesterday was National Bikini Day. Salma Hayek. Yeah, she reminded me, yes. Just wanted to make sure you knew, man. I know now. 
for sure. <laughs> well, we mentioned yeah, yesterday was National Bikini Day, and uh, someone hikes in her fifties, I believe. Yeah, and she went to Instagram to remind everybody. Yes, that she's in her fifties. <laughs> well, but she she can and still her, she can, can still, still wear a bikini. bikini. Yeah, and, uh, and and looks okay. Looks okay. So thank you, and buck on to Salma, Salma Hayek. How old is Salma Hayek, Jack Farrell? My computer is running slowly right now. Can you look that up? I'm going to say, say 52. 54. Yeah, there you go. You may be right right in there. 56. Ooh. Whoa. She's like you, Buck. Seasoned. Well-seasoned, but still strong. Spicy. Good for her. Absolutely. Good for her. You know, I mean, uh, she's in that category with uh, who else is in that age that still doesn't mind throwing on a bikini? Looking strong. I'm going to say I saw yesterday... Bernadette Peters. Bernadette Peters? Yes. I always thought she... That is off the nose. A, I'm serious. There was always a look about her for me. I'm going to say she, Bernadette Peters has got to be in her... She may be closer to 60, even closer than Selma Hayek. I'm, I, I'm, Bernadette I'm, Peters? Yeah. You think bikinis when you think of Bernadette Peters? I, yeah. She's... <laughs> Isn't she, she comedy? Yeah, she's she's kinda, 75. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Woo, woo. Even uh, better. Yeah, Holly Berry has been mentioned. That's true. Jennifer Aniston, true. Over 50. Strong. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, for sure. So, yeah, bring those. Salma Hayek reminding us, because today is National Fried Chicken Day. So, you know, somebody will tweet a picture of fried chicken. There you go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but, you know, it's summertime. These are good things. But So we'll, we'll take those. Yeah, and Pebble uh, Beach is in near Carmel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's Monterey North. Peninsula. Yeah, that's, yeah. That is gonna. It's gonna cost you to stay in Carmel somewhere. I have to. They'll have to send me up the coast somewhere. Elizabeth Hurley. Trip. Elizabeth Hurley has been mentioned. That's true. She. She's got to be her. She's got to be six. And I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna say she got to be sixty now. Mm, is Gabrielle or, Union in her fifties? J Lo. J Lo. Fifties. Fifties. She's Gabrielle Union just turned fifty. I believe. Now. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, I like the because Elizabeth Hurley, Hurley is one that's still. Puts out pictures of herself in swimsuits and things like that. Uh, and her she's son, proud of come it. on, mom. Yeah. Uh, Kate Beckinsale. My goodness. Yeah. Maybe Kate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. English actress. Uh, this is Bucky. <laughs> Bernadette Peters predates the bikini. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably, probably. Uh, 75. Yeah, she's old. I, what did, I, 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 I got to have to look up Bernadette Peters because I, I... You don't I, remember her face. No, I can't picture her. And no, oh. there's not pieces of meat falling off of her face at 75. She's pieces of meat falling <laughs> no, off her face. Fine. She's fine. That's a description. Um, I'm trying to think. She's, uh, I don't know, I don't, I guess Bernadette Peters is a sex symbol type of thing, I guess, right? Uh, Elizabeth Hurley still smoking. Glenn Close. Ooh, Glenn Close. That's a good one. She's too. in the seventies. I got to believe too. She's Glenn Close is in the seventies. She's got to be up there. Um, Barbara Eden. <laughs> Barbara Eden Barbara from. E- uh, no. Come on, man. She's, I don't, I'm going to get Barbara Eden. Not alive. Barbara was she on? Uh, I Dream of Jeannie. Yeah. I don't know. Barbara Eden, Elizabeth Shue, Sophia Vergara is in her fifties. That's yep. a good one. Okay, so appreciate those. Uh, well, I do know this that. Uh, well, Barbara Eden. Barbara Jeez. Eden. I gotta believe she's no longer with us. Uh, <laughs> I dream of Jeannie. She's ninety-one. Ninety-one. Close to no longer with us, but not. <laughs> he's ninety-one. Yeah, still growing. Not living out in Tucson, Arizona. 
One, yeah, there you go, Robert Eden. But you guys are off the nose sometimes. Renee Russo, Kate Beckinsale, Pamela Anderson. I just saw Pamela Anderson doing an interview. But I, I told Alan you, Alan Mirren. I told you I saw the first couple of episodes of that Pam and Tommy mockumentary thing. I had to get out. I had to get out. I, I watched two episodes. Not, not and enough. literally, I can tell you, buck off, the reason I stopped watching is the actor playing Tommy Lee started talking to his penis and it talked back to him. And it talked back? Yes. And I'm like, over. over. Done. <laughs> no Done talking penises? No. No. I, no. You know, I can do some things, but I, that's it. I was like, all right. And it was already off the, it was already crazy. It was like, yeah, I can, and, and I'm assuming they lived a pretty crazy life, so I'm yeah. sure from that far off. But, um. And thank you, CB, for the Grimace shake. It, it's got to be blueberry flavor, blueberry colored, but vanilla. Did you put coloring in with no taste to it, just vanilla taste? I, it can't taste like blueberry. It's berry flavored, berry according to flavored. Yeah. According to what? Just online. Okay. McDonald's press releases. <laughs> McDonald's press releases. Oh, man. I've not done my... it, but you know I'm going to do it. Because I'm going to do that. IHOP has introduced uh, pancake tacos. Pancake tacos. Gross. Which, you know, it's pretty amazing. We did that as a hot or not conversation, and then there was a commercial from IHOP, right? Like Just right, right on cue on Sports Center this morning. Um, you know, breaking it down. And they look pretty good. And all they're doing is taking a, a pancake, they fold them, and they put them in the little trays, you know, like you get tacos at a restaurant, and they put... Put little little toppings in there, berries, or they put. Uh, they had a bacon, egg, and cheese one. I think that one sounds pretty darn good. I would go savory. I wouldn't want like a berry taco. I would want no. the bacon and egg. You want the bacon inside that? Yeah, there you go. Shania Twain, fifty-seven. Mm. Cheryl Ladd. Ooh. Put them in bikinis. There you go. Morgan Fairchild. Ah, Morgan Fairchild. Morgan. I'm gonna go. Morgan Fairchild is a hundred. A hundred. A hundy. I'm gonna go all <laughs> the way up to a hundy. Uh, I don't think she is. But she's she Barbara Eden territory. She's seventy three. Morgan Fairchild. Morgan Fairchild. Yes. Uh, this is as Jennifer Connelly. This says this is horny old dude radio. Yeah, yeah, it is. is. It's National Bikini Day, and Salma Hayek started it. We're just keeping it going. You know, I'm fifty. You're sixty eight now. Happy Jack. Do you have any contributions to this conversation? You're in your twenties. My parents are uh, probably listening at the moment, so I'm going to go ahead and abstain. Okay, there you myself. go. Good move. Michelle Pfeiffer has been mentioned. There you go. Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay, so uh, there's some yeah old dude radio. Uh, we've got uh, football on the brain. We'll hear more from Steve Sarkeesian coming up. It's good stuff. He was uh, with Greg McElroy on the Greg McElroy podcast called All 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 About College Football, whatever. Uh, so we'll hear more of those coming up. Also, we just had Jerry Hamilton talking about Longhorn recruiting uh, and the basketball side of things. Oh, there's J-Lo. J-Lo also you wouldn't pass that off. <laughs> decided to. Well, J-Lo's kind of in the news because she's got a little bit, uh, you know, th- th- these big stars, right? They have all kinds of things going on. But so Jennifer Lopez has a uh, a new alcohol brand called Deloya, Delola. Yeah, uh, it's her own spritzer brand. But she's getting flack because she's she's always been against alcohol. Like she doesn't drink uh. and she doesn't advocate it. now. But now she's got her own booze spritzer. Yeah. She took to Instagram to defend it. Make that cash. Like you know, her personal stance on drinking doesn't have any bearing that she wants you to buy her product, right? Because you drink. Because she's never tasted. She's never tasted it before. You should try mine. Yeah. Uh, You should try that out. I can't really tell you what it tastes like because I don't drink. But but it's it's my brand. But it's good. good. (laughs) But it's good. Yeah, she's having to defend herself a little bit on that. Very much like when Tito said to me, "Goes, you've never tried my taste of my stuff before," and I said. 
No, but I hear it's pretty good. A Tito beverage? Yeah. yeah well, it's vodka. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, right here it's here really, Austin, really good. I still think that's a huge buck on that, uh, that has become the number one spirit in the world. It's uh, Little old Austin, Texas. It, it's amazing how this city. With over 10,000 charities and, around the world. And people in it become, I mean, Kendra Scott's become this huge jewelry mogul from right here in Austin, Texas. It's, it's uh, you know, Yeti Coolers. From right here in Austin, Texas. I mean, they what starts here changes the world. That's not just the University of Texas. That wow. is uh, that is what happens in the capital city these days. But yeah, those are just a few examples. There's many, many more of uh, huge global brands that started right here. Uh, Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Right? You're right. Yeah. Just uh, Harlem, New York. Whole Foods is there. But it's it's amazing to travel and you wherever you go now. Tito's is it's it. It's the it. Go to dude. You and I. I, mean, I we were we were in uh, Indianapolis a couple years ago when we went to the we went to the combine. I was. Well, I mean, I sat and had a drink of regular drink, drink, not a alcohol drink, at a bar there. And somebody came in and asked for Tito's, and and they said, "Well, we ran out." And the, and the person they said, "Well, we have these other vodkas." And the guy goes, "When are you getting? It? When does it come in?" So tomorrow he goes, "I'll be back tomorrow." <laughs> like what? <laughs> oh. Okay, there you go. They wouldn't drink anything but. Our man Craig Flowers reminds us of Chiso's Boots. Right there you here go, in Austin, right here Texas. in Austin. This is uh, J Lo is a poor man's Shakira. Really? Didn't they play a Super Bowl together? Was that with Shakira and who? Was that J Lo? It was. Who was the other booty shaker who did the uh, the Super Bowl the one year? Suzanne Summers has been mentioned. Helen Suzanne Mirren. Suzanne Summers. How about uh, Helen? Is that Jack Tripper? Suzanne Summers. Well, now people are sending pictures. Here's Monica Bellucci. Okay. All right. National Bikini Day yesterday. Thank you very much in honor of that. So what we're doing is having grandmothers in bathing suits now. Some of these yeah, that are old enough well, to see, be grandmothers, the, the, which is are, cool. Those are the old uh, pinups, right? And Absolutely. Now they're all Instagram models. I mean, they're all Instagram models these days. And, and now You're right. They're all doing OnlyFans and this other stuff. I mean, look at Jack in there nodding his head. You know, you used to put posters on your wall. You know what I'm saying? And your mom would come in, including one of the ripping them off the wall. Speaking of what starts here changes the world. Remember when everybody had the Farrah Fawcett poster? Yes, on their wall from right here at the University of Texas Corpus Christi, Texas. Uh, game changer. Well, you know, we don't do that anymore. We do it all on Instagram. I had all those posters. I had them all. I had Jimi Hendrix. I had all those. I had the craziest poster collection up in my attic because I lived in the attic. In Pennsylvania, so I had, I had Angela Davis, Black Panther, one of the Black Panther leaders, leaders on there. I had all of that kind of stuff on my. I had Jimi Hendrix. I had the black light when you come in and the poster would light up. I mean, it was crazy. Oh man, love it. I had everything but a lava lamp. I didn't. I've never owned one of those lamps. Now, Jack, you would know what that was. A lava lamp. Lamp. Jack's an old soul. Jack that was the big prize at like Dave and Buster's or Man Band. You'd be like, oh man, 300 points. Give me a lava lamp. Those are great. I never had one. No thanks. I was into the black lights. Okay. Well, there you go. There's some old man radio. Good stuff for Absolutely. us right there. Buck on to, buck on to you for contributing. Cheryl Crow. E. I saw Love Cheryl Crow performing the other night. She still she gets can after still it. rock. Very much so. Uh, Bo Derek has been mentioned. Uh, Jane Kennedy has been mentioned. Cheryl Jane Ladd. Kennedy. I'll give you one a little off the nose. You know who uh, I see sometimes on Twitter that still is, is, is doing good things at the age of 64? Susanna Hoffs from the Bengals. She still looks like she's in her 30s. It's unbelievable. She, you know, Manic Monday and all those Bengals mm-hmm. hits. She still looks like she's 
Un- it's unbelievable how these they, they stay so young. All right, we'll come back. Uh, this should be an interesting blitz, so let's bring that strong at 447-3776. Be nice because Jack is running our blitz today. Uh, we'll bring that, and well, you'll bring that, only as good as you make it, plus a little salacious gossip in there if we haven't already gotten there. Uh, as we roll forward, it's being on a buck off Thursday. Get that from? Did someone tell you that? Did someone tell you that? Because I ain't for no games, okay? No games, just the gossip ahead of your blitz. That means it's time to load that up. 447 3776. As we crank it up, and uh, people still sending in. Yeah, okay, you can stop with the pin-ups. Judge Judy pinups, okay? That's, <laughs> Judge that's Judy. Well, Christy, Christy Brinkley mentioned uh, on National Bikini Day, which was yesterday. Female listener here, how has Bucky not mentioned Jane Seymour or Martha Stewart? Fair. Or Bo Derek, uh, or Bo well Bo Derek, right? Yeah, classic in her, in her day, but still going today. Angela days. Bassett still. Classic. Salacious gossip ahead of the blitz, brought to you by the icy cold Bud Lights. Only four great ingredients, and still brewed right here deep in the heart of Texas. By Texans for Texans, the official domestic beer partner of your Texas Longhorns. Uh, get her done. Um, uh, counting down the days now, sixty-eight days to the start of the Longhorn football season. As we count them all the way down to uh, Big 12 Media Days next week. So, looking forward to that. Uh, everything you're doing this summer, do it with the ice cold Bud Lights and pick up those Coke Fest tickets as well, about a month out now. All right, the, uh, the online feud continues between the billionaires, Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk. And now well, there's competition. You know, Elon Musk, probably not the smartest move he's made, bought Twitter. Uh, he owns Twitter now. He threatened to do it, and then he did it, and now I think he regrets doing it. But uh, Mark Zuckerberg is uh, rolling out his own rival to Twitter. It's called Threads. It's called Threads. Um, and he is marketing it now uh, against Twitter. It's its own you know, board similar to it. Uh, of course, the face Meta already has Facebook and Instagram. And um, so now they're going with Threads. And Mark Zuckerberg apparently was on a, on a thread with Mark Cuban, the Mavericks, Dallas Mavericks owner, who said, Hey, Zuck. You sure you have to open this thing up to everyone? You sure have to open this thing up to everyone? It's pretty nice right now. Amazing people on here. Talking about threads. And then Mark Zuckerberg responded with, The goal is to keep it friendly as it expands. I think it's possible and will ultimately be the key to its success. That's one reason why Twitter never succeeded as much as I think it should have. And we want to do it differently. So coming after Twitter. And the cage match continues. Later on, Meta uh, Zuckerberg was talking with UFC fighter Mike Davis. Says he hopes to uh, the threads will outgrow Twitter one day. It's going to take some time. And then when talking about the potential fight with Elon Musk, there were some veiled threats, but not denying that they're working towards something. And when you were out last week, Buck, it was revealed that they may the uh, the the Colosseum in Rome has offered to host the fight. Really? Like the ancient Colosseum in Rome, Zuckerberg v. Musk. Like that thing's like a a relic, right? Can you actually hold a fight there? Somebody told us there was a concert there at one point. Here. Probably do it, but you probably can't have anybody sit inside of it. <laughs> Pink Floyd played in Pompeii. Probably similar. You can hook it up. Ooh. Ooh, it's just a cage fight. But you know Dana White's trying to put into one of his UFC of cages. But they've done cage fights. Remember during COVID, they did the cage fights off, like on an island somewhere? That's uh, true. That's right. In the octagon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, by the way, 58 days at the start of the Longhorn football season. Not 68 days. My fault. Uh, 58 days. What it says, hey Buck, no Kim Mulkey? No. <laughs> Stacy Dash, Kathy Ireland, Sandra Bullock also mentioned. You okay with this if uh, your guy Tom Cruise says he wants to make Mission Impossible movies till he's 80? 80. 
I don't know. Did anybody go see the Harrison Ford? Uh, Indiana I mean, Jones? Any, has anybody I talked to several to people that? who saw it on 4th of July. They didn't see it there. I saw them on the 4th of July, and they had seen it. And it was and okay. they said, don't waste your money. Really? Don't waste your money. It's, it, Harrison Ford kind of carries the movie. He's 80 years old now. It is what it is. I, I thought maybe seeing it at the theater. I'll just see it when it comes out, or I'll go stream it someday. It'll it'll happen. But um, now it looks like Steven Spielberg is going to reboot Indiana Jones. So Spielberg's going to do one and reboot it with a woman as the, the, the lead role. Indiana Jane? I guess. Indiana Joanne. Here we go. <laughs> wow. Bring it. I like that. And there's also an alert now. There's a scene in the new Barbie movie. Has anybody seen this with Margot Robbie? Barbie. Uh, in the trailer, she steps out of her heels and her feet stay arched. And people are trying to do that on TikTok and imitate it. But a, a podiatrist has said you can really injure yourself if you're not careful doing that. Don't do the Barbie foot challenge. So nothing's going to happen. If you're not a professional like Margot Robbie. Like Margot Robbie and Wall Street, Wolf of Wall Street. I don't have to worry about that. hope so. <laughs> I don't have to worry about that act. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I saw an interview where Margot Robbie was talking about when her her beloved grandmother ended up seeing that movie and was just shocked. Was she? Of her granddaughter. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, didn't realize what... She knew she was making movies, but didn't realize that no, that's what she was making. No, Granny, you can't go there. All right, loaded on the Blitz uh, for the buck and a buck off Thursday. Let's hit it. The Morning Blitz brought to you by Apple Leasing, where you only have to pay for the new half of the car or truck, the half under factory warranty, and any make, any model. Click AppleLeasing.com and see how easy it is. All right. The Bucky and E Blitz. Here you go. First Blitz, so you're up. I'm sure one person you wouldn't want to see in a bikini is Sally Struthers. Well, not right now, no. I'm going to pass on that. Next Blitz, so you're up. Is that me? It's you. All right. Hey, what's going on, Buck? What's going on, E? What up, man? I've been a long time listener, and the weather down here in Creedmoor, Texas, it's steamy and hot like Ann Hudson's ass. Oh no, it's it's back. Next blitzer, you're up. John Eleven. Wow. Ann Next Hudson blitzer, you're up. I never had a problem with any ladies taking my big gulp. This is Tim Duncan. <laughs> Nice. Next blitzer, talk to us. Yeah, so somebody found my cocaine at the White House. This is Rick James. <laughs> Rick James, nice. Next blitzer, you're up. Hi, gentlemen. Uh, so as I called yesterday, driving from, through Alabama, I'm now in Atlanta, Georgia, and a lot of hot honeys here. Hey, Bucky, there are a lot of women here. When I brought your name up, Michael Godbolt, it looks like you have a lot of paternity suits here. You better take care of that, bud. Roll Tide. Next blitzer, you're up. I love to dance into the stars with Jane Torvalds, especially with Jane Torvalds in a bikini. Jane Torvalds bikini. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about, Sal. Next Blitzer, you're up. Coach. Yeah. Hey, you know Quinn going to be throwing them bombs. So just cough up the 2K. Quit being chief coach. <laughs> Come on, man. 2K. Next Blitzer, you're up. Don't waste your money on that new Indiana Jones movie. That's twenty something dollars I'll never get back. Don't do it. Don't do that. Next, next blitzer, you're up. This is Jerry Jones. There's nothing more exciting than wearing my speedos and looking for that glory hole. <laughs> next blitzer, you're up. Yeah, uh, this is a pastor uh, smasher. Sub smasher. I'll be releasing my OnlyFans for sixty nine dollars a year. Wow. Next Blitzer, you're up. 
There we go. There we go. Good job. Heard some some old 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 schoolers came back, huh? Yeah, man. That's a good buck off Thursday blitz right there. Good job, Happy Jack Farrell. Nice work by you on the, the board there as well. Good stuff. All right, we'll come back. When we do, we're going to pick up the conversations of the morning, reset them as well with the uh, Longhorns uh, looking to land one more piece for their basketball roster, which we'll get you more details on. Also, uh, Astros gain a game on the Rangers in that Major League Baseball race ahead of the All-Star break. And the Longhorn football team, um, the most representatives on the All-Big 12 squad, the preseason team, which was announced yesterday, plus Jalen Ford named the conference's Defensive Player of the Year in the preseason. We'll debate that coming back and hear from Steve Sarkeesian. It's B&E on the Horn.